Alright guys, this is something new Minnie and I are going to be doing. Yeah, welcome Take to, it. Welcome yeah. to the, the show. Welcome to the show. Now, we have been the FFB podcast, and we're doing video. What the hell do we call this? It's not a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we should stick to our normal naming scheme. So how do we name things? We just call it what that thing is. FFB so, video so is what you our first show was called the FFB Podcast because it was a podcast yeah. about FFBE. Yeah. We, we just called it FFB Video or FFB Show. Hey, or the FFBE Talk Show. The talk show implies that we have guests. <laughs> we might. Yeah. We might join us for the all the FFB celebrities. How about the FFBE Twin Chairs? Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's potential. All right. But, All right. I don't know. I don't know. Let's. You know what? I think we should keep it simple. Just how like what? What do you want to call it? FFB show or the FFB show? Maybe not the because then it implies it's like official or something. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's not official. Yeah, and that's why I'm nervous to call it that. Yeah, fair. Um, how about? The FFB, that's why I like talk show. The FFB, right. it, but it's not really a talk show because we don't have guests. That's fair. I like, I agree with you. Let me just want to call it talk show. I don't care. Screw right. it. It's the yeah. FFBE talk show. So welcome guys to episode one of the FFB talk show. And I guess for anybody who's been listening to us on the podcast, for you guys, not much is going to change. For you guys everything's going to change. But we're going to be putting out a show on YouTube as well with some video elements to it because it'll allow us to, I think... Basically, it's going to let us yeah. give more value to the people who are watching as well as to you guys as listeners. So what we'll be able to do is show some video, some photos, etc. to just give a little bit more value, a little bit more entertainment while giving the same quality product to the podcast. So the podcast isn't changing. If not, it's just going to make us do more and get better. Plus, it gives everyone a way to get more value out of us. Yeah, I agree. I think there's just some things that you can do over video yeah. that are very hard to do over an audio-only medium. Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah, we're going to link the, the YouTube channel in the description after the show. So check it out if you're interested. 100%. All check right. us out, even if you're not interested. Let's get into the show. The show! With the name decided, episode one of the FFB talk show, what I want to talk about first is Item World. Yes. Item World got delayed, and now it's here. Long awaited. I mean, so what are the... What are the Items or weapons that are bonuses this this week. Yeah, nice. swords, whips, guns, and fists. Uh, getting that extra enhancement if you get yeah. the rare. Everything else is normal. So yeah, everything else is level three. I think that's yeah. The, and these ones get a level. These four. ones get a little bit extra. Yeah. So it's a good chance to focus on them if you want to. I know, for example, whips are kind of weird. If you haven't hit that MP parameter mission, whips can help you. Whips are great because they're they're. 
rare is 40% MP flat, which is amazing. Yeah. Not amazing in general, I think, but, but amazing, amazing for, for that issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing, so for me, for example, the swords. Yeah. Or is knives? it knives? No, it's not swords? Not swords. Sorry, knives. No, it's swords. Swords? No, because knives are. Uh, I'm going to show you. LBH fill rate. True. Yeah. It's swords. Yeah. Fuck. Do you want to redo it? Yeah. No, it's fine. I screwed up. It's swords. That's fine. I will edit just, it. Like, <laughs> at least, just put like, yeah, over my mouth. Let's put just sword. put yeah. swords yeah. and bleep me out. Yeah. <laughs> or just take like, I'll just say this, swords. Yeah. And you can just put that over just the fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be great. So anyway, <laughs> for example, there was a sword that we got recently in, in a, an event. I think either a few weeks ago or a month ago or something. It's called Nagarok. It's got some passive dodge on it. It's great on dodge builds mm -hmm. if you want to use it on some of your tanks. That's that's what I do. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I haven't invested a lot into tank TMRs or tank gear. So, I haven't been able to hit that HP parameter mission. Me either. So, I'm trying my best to get this Nagarok with it, the HP plus 20% or HP attack technically, but mm -hmm. I don't care about the attack. And then trying to get as much HP on there as possible. And I cannot tell you how stupid Item World is. So I'm getting like attack plus 15%, attack plus 12%, spirit plus 12%. <laughs> I'm jealous. And on any other weapon, I would have been just in heaven. Yeah. But the fact that I want HP and I'm getting like HP plus 1%, yeah. HP plus 3%, increase defense, whatever that the passive thing is that protect, level 3. Yeah. I'm just getting garbage for what I this want. This world has been fucking shit. I have the opposite problem. I'm just getting 1% of everything. All I want is attack. I'm trying to get my FFBE Excalibur, the one from the attack parameter yeah. mission. I'm trying to get that up because it's a really, really good two-handed weapon. All I get is 1% attack. I literally got out on one run, 1%, 3%, 5%. What am I gonna do with 9% attack? Like everything else is better than that. <laughs> and then it's giving me like, Here's 10% spirit. Here's 10% defense. Yes, that's what I want on my Esther. 10% spirit. Yeah, you make her a little tankier. That's yeah, all well, I yeah, I guess so. Tango's magic hits a little bit easier. Screw that. Yeah. Just give me the attack. All I want <laughs> is damage. Well, that's fair. I, I've been there, man. It sucks. Um, that's item world, though. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Get some free stuff. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. Try to get those parameter missions done. Item world is the time to get those last little percentages that you need. Now, we also have the Final Fantasy VII exploration mission going on. With that, there is some decent, uh, not some decent, there's a couple pieces of equipment. One of them is decent. There's a staff you can get in there. It gives you like 94 spirit. Not bad with a bit of, I think, HP on the side there, if I'm not mistaken. I think something like that. It, it is a decent spirit staff. Yeah. I just... It's not amazing. It's, yeah. It's the only thing worth mentioning in that. I, th I agree. I think it's probably one of the highest spirit staffs with an HP passive on it. So as yeah. far as like tankiness, you know, it would probably be a great item for your Bosch if you're running him. Exactly. You can equip staffs. But I mean, it's like you said. There's it's, lots it's of nothing, other staffs that beat it out. That's it's deep, nothing right? super good, right? The only thing I mentioned there, beyond that, do it to get the free trust moogles, basically, if you beat the mission. I don't know how free they are for everybody, but if you complete the mission, there's always those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for free, yeah. right? 
Um, I can't imagine it'll be too hard. Typically, the explorations historically are not as difficult. Yeah, as these and I think a lot, a lot of it is about nostalgia. So, yeah, hundred percent. You know, if you want to kind of relive that little piece of Final Fantasy VII, you know, throw in your FF7 units, turn okay. off the music, and just you enjoy. Know, go down memory lane because I think exactly. that's what it's about. I remember when eight. Final Fantasy VIII. That's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did when, when yeah. we were doing. I was literally reliving the opening little scene. Yeah. Or whatever the, or the scene little, mission the with the spider, spider chasing. Yeah. Scene. yeah me I too. loved it. I loved it. Was it. Amazing. It was, it was easy, so well done. But it was perfect. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what it's about. Go in, enjoy it. After that, well, that's pretty much it for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. You can keep doing the farming if you want to, uh, with the, the explorations there. Definitely get that done before the end of the week. So actually, what I wanted to do with Final Fantasy VII, you know how they have those login yes, rewards? Yes, 100%. We did just get that If ticket. you've been logging on every day, you should have gotten your premium 10 plus 1 ticket. And you it's not... to do it live. Right, because it's not worth saving it, right? What a guy. The ticket expires, so anybody who has the ticket, just use it as soon as you can. Because if you sit on it and forget, it's just going to disappear. Yep, use it. So just make sure to use it. So that's what I'm going to do right now. All right, let's do it. Let's you go it. first. I'll follow suit. We're gonna do it on air for Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because of radio shows, that's all I hear. All like, you know what I mean? Oh, because I'm driving. driving. Yeah, I'm yeah. driving. It's like on air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh God, Ryan Seacrest, stuck in my head. Yeah. All right, let's see this. Let's see what Mini. We'll pull this up on the screen. Yeah, we'll pull this up on the screen. And you guys can follow along with what Mini is getting for his. Here we go. All right, let's uh, see it. Put up, we'll put up the results on screen. Ready? 10 plus 1 premium. There's going to be a sea of yellow. <laughs> the golden shower. Here it comes. <laughs> Alright, starting off good. As with expected. The, with the gold crystal. Maybe we should have put a video? screen recording. Uh, oh, it's too late now. Yeah. You guys will see the final result. Alright? Maybe, maybe some of them will break. Oh, oh you got something new. Tomoe. That's not bad. Actually, I think a decent yeah. Another new gravy. I'm getting all the units from that. <laughs> but as expected, a golden shower. Was the golden shower. All right. So it's my turn. Let's see what you get. Let's see what I can pull off. At least I got another daddy bear in there. What do you got for us? Here we go. This is mine. Probably going to be a golden shower. A golden shower. Almost yeah. guaranteed. This Almost guaranteed. This ticket is perfect. <laughs> this ticket is literally designed yeah. for golden shower. If you guys like showering in gold, this is the ticket for you. I don't think that's a golden shower first. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, dear. Every time I see these break, Any I always movie. get excited. Yeah. No, I, uh, nothing. But the sad thing is, when it's a four, uh, guaranteed rainbow or guaranteed four star, and yeah. you see those blues, you know they're gonna break into gold. It's not, it's not even that exciting. That's the downside yeah. to it. I'm like, why even put that? Why, show, me, why even show me that? Why yeah, like why that? even yeah. make it a piece of the content? So there you go, two purely gold poles. There you go. Thank you, thank you, Boomy, for that. Thank, thank you, you for the golden. Thank you for the hope and then the disappointment afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Thanks for letting us down softly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I got some nice units. Tamoy's TMR is actually. There's really a few good. decent TMRs in those polls. I'm not upset about yeah. it. There's like hope for the rainbow. You're hope for the rainbow. I, I really was. I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to the rainbow. But All right. 
So that's that. You know, let's put Final Fantasy VII to rest. Right. That a little bit like I was really excited about that, and then not so excited about <laughs> <Yeah>. afterwards. <laughs> yeah. But something I am really excited about is the new Awakenings. Hundred percent. I just mentioned how much of a FF FF eight fanboy that I am. Yeah, me too. And this is perfect for me because two units, the only two Final Fantasy VIII seven-star units in the game. Yep. And they're getting ability enhancements, which I'm pumped for. Yeah. So let's let's talk about them. Let me pull out my notes for this one. What are, this one's yeah. a little bit more detailed. Let's just briefly mention who is getting, getting yeah, yeah, enhancements. For sure. So we got a few units that really are insignificant. So basically, it, moving forward, I should mention this, when we do our unit reviews or when awakenings come out we can briefly mention that these things have happened but unless we're really excited about it we're probably not going to cover we're going to be focusing on covering the things and the units that really get us excited from each different awakening or a release of units uh, if they're new units we'll probably yeah. cover the seven stars but Back to it, in this in this Awakening Vash, you're getting Zile, Zell, Ryumyumyu, and Yokim all getting Awakenings, and I don't think they're worth really mentioning. Yeah, there wasn't anything in there that Nothing significant. Yeah. I wasn't really excited about any of them. Vagrant Knight Rain got some decent Awakenings, but correct me if I'm wrong, Mini, he's still a 6-star. Yeah. It's really not worth mentioning because any 7-star uh, unit like him is going to do it way better he just doesn't have the stats really to back it up so when he hopefully one day when he gets his seven star we'll talk about it then yeah i agree i mean in the meta that we're currently in any units that are stuck at six star just don't really just compare. fall off yeah, yeah exactly exactly and even some of the early seven stars don't compare i literally use them as uh exploration bar 100 percent. me too so, that's exactly what yeah. it is. I mean, eventually when he does get, or if he gets his seven star, we'll, we'll come back, we'll cover him. And then any units, if you guys see any units on there that are maybe three or four star bases that you think are really cool, just let us know and we can always cover it in a future episode, yeah. right? We can talk about it. Uh -huh. see what's yeah, going definitely. On. I'm open yeah. to discussing units if people are interested in them. Exactly. Because I'm not too excited about these ones right now. So we'll skip it for now. That's it. Yep. So let's the first unit I'm excited about is Mediana. Yeah, I, mean, I think she got some really good awakenings. When she came out, she was kind of touted as the like an ancient mage. She mastered all the magics. She was supposed to be really good, and then really all she was good for was her TMR. Yeah. Right? I think to this day, Quintessence is probably one of the better mage TMRs. Yep. For dual wielding as a mage, yeah. Hilarious though. Uh, Mediana with her awakening. So I, I guess we'll just cover the passives first, because I think it's the easiest, and I'm not even going to go into that much detail. Yeah. Basically, she gets a ton of extra mag passives in yeah. her kit, where now it's viable if you have the TMRs. And I know in global, we have a lot of uh, global unique yeah. TMRs that are magic true double hand. Yeah. You, if you give her these TMRs, you build her that way, and give her only one rod. You can get her up to you, some massive... Mag yeah. numbers. And that's not even using STMRs. If you have access to STMRs yeah. for higher flat mag items, she gets insanely high. So with TMRs only, I was able to build her to 2700. Yeah, it's disgusting. Which is huge. Yep. For a mage, I think it's one of the highest we've seen. Yeah. Right? Now, with the caveat, there are some specific 
TMR. Yeah. It's not like just willy nilly. And you might have them, these units, you might not. One of them is uh, what's his name? He's the guy with his TMR's magical potential, right? That's the one you're talking about. It's a Galiva. It's from way back when the King's Night Raid. It's oh, a limited I don't even unit. Remember? Unfortunately, it's a limited unit. So Kal- you, Kaliva. 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 The little. He's, he's yeah, 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 the wizard. Yeah, so if you didn't get it then, unfortunately, you yeah, just can't okay. have it. There are a couple others you can still pull. Yeah. Um, but if you do have it, you're in luck because you can actually build her to some insane numbers. For I know, yeah. yeah. 100%. That's one of the big awakenings here is she's getting huge passive stats that unlocks her to like really, really crazy numbers for a mage. Yeah. One of my favorite things that she's getting is... Uh, her main ability, I think it's called Raging Ice. Is it called Raging Ice? Yeah, it's called yeah. Raging Ice. I just want to double check so I'm not being an idiot again. Raging Ice. <laughs> what do you mean again? Sword. <laughs> True. Freaking genius says right here. Yep. Not only is it getting, uh, what's it called? Pa- uh, modifiers. Not only is it getting modifiers that are making it stronger, it now also chains with absolute zero. Yeah. Why that excites me is that finally Christine, the old ice mage of lore, yeah. is able to now chain with somebody that's not herself. Now you can have a Christine and a Mediana and go to town chaining together with that absolute zero. And the, for Mediana, that's now her biggest damaging ability. Unfortunately for Christine users, she is by this point in time a little bit dated. She still works. So ideally, Mediana is unfortunately chaining with herself. She's chaining with herself. That's one of her big drawbacks. But most people probably don't have four Medianas, realistically. Yeah. So if you have two Christines, because I know she was a popular friend, is sharing her, right? Always. That's something to consider. It's it's tough because she's also ice locked, which is another thing that would maybe limit people from sharing her because not as many or as wide a range of uses. But keep going, like, tell us a little bit about her abilities, her, her new, like, what, what she does. So now she's able to basically chain and do crazy damage with that Raging Ice, plus her Freeze got awakened, which used to be her main ability. Now it does 90% imperil to Ice. Mm-hmm. Although she's Ice Locked, 90% imperil on command really strong yeah and it works really well for her because she has innate triple black magic yep so she can easily weave this into her rotations without losing stacks on her raging uh, ice. ice yeah yeah so and even if she does lose stacks she can stack raging ice to two max turns. in two turns easy so she doesn't suffer too badly from getting ko'd and when she does hit that max damage she's actually hitting pretty hard especially <clears throat> If you are able to do that true double hand build to give her that high, high mag stat, yep. I think overall she's an amazing unit. Her only drawback is that she's a mage, which means she can't change her elements, she can't equip a different rod to give her access to it's true. Yeah, She's yeah, stuck yeah. with ice. But if you are in a, in a battle where ice isn't resisted, I think she's fantastic. Yeah, I think she does amazing in any, yep. any trial or any fight where you can use ice damage. She's a great mage. And with those crazy numbers, she'll do a lot of damage. Agreed. The next unit I want to talk about is Renoa. From our fan, both of our apparently final favorite Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Really brings me back. Renoa finally getting some awakenings. 
I think they're good, but it doesn't really launch her into the top. I agree. And so let's just cover quickly what what she kind of had bought. So she's getting a bit more passive mag, yeah. a bit more uh, magic true double hand or yeah. true dual wheel, whatever you prefer. Yeah. And a bit more Esper stats. Yeah. So she's going to just naturally get more stats from her Esper, which yeah. all goes, it goes a long way to helping her. And then she also, what I think is really cool, her counter ability also got buffed. So now she heals for more and has a higher chance of proccing it. Yeah. So, not bad. you know, it could be helpful. It could help out with healing a little bit. Gives her a bit of utility. She also has a double black magic innately where she can use rays. But realistically, with her ability enhancements, she's being pushed into sort of a magical chain capper role. 100%. So her Angelo Tackle, I believe, mm -hmm. if you enhance it, the ability improves dramatically. It only takes four casts to stack. Every cast gives it, I believe, an extra eight multiplier. Yeah. And it, it caps at 40 times. So you can dual cast this mm -hmm. for a, a maximum damage output of 80 times per turn. She stacks it in two turns. And she well. stacks it really quickly. Yeah. Right? It's really. On paper, all amazing. The biggest downside. She's a mage. She's a mage. <laughs> and so and she can't do that elemental yeah. type damage yeah. and unlock those imperils and things like that and access to those other ways to buff her damage. She has the same problem as Ultima, right? Yeah. Where she does amazing damage, high uptime on her quad cast, yeah. but she can't element chain and she can't take advantage of imperils. Yeah. And Renoa suffers from the same thing. So yeah. she will never be, if you could hit that 80 times multiplier on an imperiled enemy and take advantage of that elemental Well, it debuffs, doubles, right? Most most debuffs yeah. that people are doing are 100%. Incredibly easy to get up to 100% imperil these days. Um, if you don't have it, at least you have 75%. It's extremely common, yeah. right? Which enhances her damage immensely. Well, but it goes from 80 to 160, or even if you have 75, like yeah. 80 to like 140. Whatever it is, yeah. Which is huge. Like, it's such a big increase that it it's sucks. so worth yeah. Yeah. It sucks that she doesn't get it, and it's the only thing that keeps her from being in the top tier. Yeah. She still, her, if you were using her or use love FF8, she got a massive damage increase here. Yep. It's still massive compared to what she used to do. It's just when you're comparing her to where we are currently in a meta, she just loses out to other chain exactly. cavers like Squall, who we're going to talk about next, like Regina, yep. who's massive. Even uh, CG Sid does massive amounts of damage. Yep. So that's, that's the only downside to Renoa, just that the fact that she's unlucky enough to be a mage in this game. Yeah. Which notoriously, but it's the way this Literally, is. if Angelo yeah. Tackle was physical, yeah. and you could access Imperils or access... She suddenly becomes damage. twice as good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is unfortunate. I really like Renoa, and I think she got a huge buff. Yeah. She just doesn't do quite the damage. She's not able to do quite the damage that most of our other chain cappers are able to do. Unfortunately, yeah. Which which sucks because for mages, here's your options. You're either element locked like uh, Mediana. Yeah. She's most amazing, but she's element locked to her one yeah. specialty. Or you're not element locked, but then you just have no element and you can't take advantage yeah, of any of it. Yeah, it really sucks. So it's just mages in this game are never going to be better than DPS. It's just no. just because of the way the systems are set up. Deep, I call them DPS, but like, I meant physical, physical damage dealer. Yeah. It's just the way the, the game is set up. Unfortunate, Unfortunate, but true. Yeah. We just got to live with it. Now, speaking next, even, yeah, in, con in contrast, yeah. he is a physical DPS. Squall, 
coming in with some massive, massive awakenings. Massive in so many ways. First of all, there's so many of them and they're all very necessary to unlocking his full potential. Yeah. You're going to need a lot of crisps, like a lot of crisps. I've been hoarding crisps for like yeah. six months and I still don't have, I didn't have enough to awaken him fully. Now that being said, if you do want to awaken him on a budget, realistically, all his main things to awaken is uh keen edge. Keen edge. Yep. I believe his uh, blasting zone. Blasting zone, yeah. Is huge. And then pick any one of his four berets. Well, before that, I would also unlock Keen Edge Plus. So his key. defense thing that allows him to do more damage. Now, on here's what I'm going to say about Keen Edge Plus. I think it, it would be good, but I would prefer to have him at least be able to self imbue and imperil if I had to choose. That's fair. Because Keen Edge Plus compared to fully enhanced Keen Edge, it only really adds an extra, I want to say, total of... What is Either it? way, Two it's, or four times? it's not as, as so, worth it yeah. as adding the element. That's fair. And that's if you had to choose. If you don't yeah. have to choose... Unlock everything. <laughs> unlock everything, and if, if you can't unlock each of the elementals, just unlock one or two or as many as you can, or whichever one you need at the moment, right? Yeah. So, so the main things he's getting with that, like you were mentioning, is the same stacking mechanic as you've seen on Xeno, Axar, etc., where using yeah. certain abilities buffs that main ability you're going to be exactly. doing your damage with. And Squall now gets that. He can get up to some really, really high numbers. Yeah. And I mean, Squall is the ability enhancement that I was hoping for Cloud. Yeah. Legitimately. He, he basically does everything Cloud does, but on steroids. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense, because Cloud, he's got access to one Barret, yeah. Squall has four barrets. Yeah. I mean, four times is good. Yeah. Sound logic. He's got wind barrets. He's got all the barrets. Yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's <laughs> stupid. Terrible, yeah. but hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah. Now, one of the many reasons. Speaking of barrets, <laughs> Squall is better than Squall. Speaking of his quadra barret <laughs> abilities, yeah. all of those, if you awaken them, now chain with absolute mirror of equity, which is a nice buff, not the yeah. main thing you're looking for. It's getting you five turns of elemental imbue for Squall. Now that's the big thing. And On top of yeah. increased in peril. 75% in peril. For five turns. For five turns yeah. and five turns of that element. The five turns here is key because we'll talk about it later, but his main rotation, right? Is it, it's five, yeah, turns. five yeah, turns. It's five so, turns. Let's talk about it now, because all like I just have to say one bear yeah. and they're all the same. They're all the same. 75 in view. Yeah. Gives you that impact. Just before we jump into it, I want to say there was a little trick with Squall before you awaken his his different elemental mm -hmm. attacks, where you could self-cap his chains. Because their frames change when you enhance them, mm -hmm. they're now absolute mirror of equity frames. It gives him access to chaining. But now they come too slow to have him actually cap his own chains. Yeah. So that's one thing you're going to give up. But in my opinion, it's, worth it. it's the damage output for Squall, if you're using that method, basically gets half because you're not getting two casts of his keen edge. Mm -hmm. Right? So in my opinion, it's not that big of a loss. Yeah. Um, not that I would use him as a chainer anyway because the the... Elemental berets. They don't do it. Their modifier is really low. You're mostly using a view in the Yeah, Exactly. 
And I mean, it's great because it gives Squall access to four elements and he can pick and choose his elements. He can change the mid battle if he needs mm -hmm. to. It, it makes him a very versatile unit, which I love. Yeah, I love, I, it's yeah. amazing. Similar to, who were we talking about before that had a lot of elements? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. There's well, a few there other There is one unit coming up. That's what it was. Yeah. I was reading about it. That's <laughs> what it was. You were pretending to talk to me. Yeah, I was definitely pretending. Anyways. I can't wait till we get on the show to tell him about this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Squall's now Keen Edge. And yeah. if you are able to awaken it, Keen Edge plus two. The new mechanic for that is that it's split into two hits, yep. but both hits do the same damage as the original Keen Edge. Essentially, Awakening Keen Edge doubles, doubles its damage. damage. It literally doubles its damage. Yeah. On top of giving it uh, extra modifier for itself. Yeah. <laughs> so the next time you cast Keen Edge, it does even more damage. Yeah, pretty much. So the way Squall, you want to use him now is turn one, you want to dual cast one of his elemental berets yep with blasting zone if you enhance blasting zone it yep. does a bit more damage but at plus two it will also give keen edge a 1.5 times multiplier buff yep for five turns so not only are you imperiling and imbuing yourself for five turns you're buffing your keen edge a little bit by five turns or four or five turns and then you just want to start spamming keen edge you just want to dual cast keen edge the first cast of keen edge gives it another three times multiplier that lasts for five turns, and you just keep using it until you hit turn five, which is when his new, it used to be a pass, it's hilarious. Yeah. So I love this because it used to be defense plus 20%. Yeah. It's a passive ability. The first awakening gives you defense plus 30% because Squall just wants to work on his defense a little bit. Eventually, he's like, screw this. He realizes <laughs> the defense is useful. That the best defense is a good offense. Yes. He gets rid of the defense passive. Turns this into another keen edge ability. <laughs> which does more damage and doubles the yeah. damage. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's, it's available on turn 5, has a 5 turn cooldown. So once yep. you're done stacking your keen edge previously, you can use this ability and it will benefit from all of the other stacks that you've built. Yep. And you can cap super, so, super hard on turn 5. So basically the rotation you're mentioning is getting, using an element, whatever yeah. element you want to use, and then using Blasting Zone. After using Blasting Zone, you're just casting Keen Edge over and over until, until turn five. five. You cast the probably, Keen Edge plus two. Yeah. Probably Keen Edge with set. Keen Edge plus two. I'm sure you can dual cast it. I haven't tested, but yeah. it, most of these abilities are dual cast. It wouldn't make sense to hamstring. It would hamstring this turn five. Oh my god, it would be terrible. You you would, I wouldn't bother yeah. using it. I'd rather yeah. dual cast Keen Edge. And the nice thing about Squall as a chain capper is it comes very quickly. So it's very easy to time to be able to hit either both strikes at the top of the chain or the first strike somewhere in the middle with the last strike getting the full four times. Yeah. So with these buffs, he's actually like, I don't want to call him like a mini Regina because he does comparable damage to her. Mm -hmm. I think she, I still think she does more if she has proper setup. Yes. And that's where the difference comes in. Yeah, so it's easier to use. We can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, where... Just well, not out of the box because you got to put Chris and Gil into okay, him. but but yeah, as far as slot efficiency goes, he doesn't need a specific unit to imbue him. Yeah, he doesn't need a specific unit to provide imperils. If you can get a higher imperil, great, but 75% is decent. Yeah, he and <clears throat> all he needs is two people to build a chain for him. Yeah, 
the great thing is you can actually Easy. slot him into almost any team. You can even have like a tank healer with two very powerful chainers and just slap Squall in there as well. Yeah. Without losing too much. Mm -hmm. Because he just he covers two of those key things with the elements well, on his own. If you have Sylvie, you can literally get two people to chain for you using Sylvie, who's an amazing support anyways. Yeah. And just go to town. Like there's so many options now because because Sylvie is in the game. Yep. Because there's so many units. That but you don't even need Sylvie. You literally slap like two no. two Esthers and your squall in there. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. So like you can do yeah. that and get by with literally just a tank and a healer slash support. Like there's so many units yeah. that are slot efficient, like Sylvie is, like Squall is, that you can create a team where you're just pumping out damage for without sacrificing. Too and I guess much the other that. thing is that Squall doesn't need as much support as Regina for. I'm only comparing him to Regina because she's, she's the, the latest yeah. and she's probably the best still. Yeah, but. He doesn't eat as much MP per turn as she does. She does like three, she needs 300 that's, MP per turn, and Squall well, doesn't that's why need I say, half that. That's why I say Squall is easier to use yeah. because, yeah, you have to pump in a ton of Chris and some kill, but what's easier to get? Three new units, five new TMRs. It depends. If, you know somebody, I mean? if somebody hasn't been saving Chris, they gotta wait till next month <laughs> for the best No, you got that Chris <laughs> run, you can do. Just, <laughs> that crappy one, we're yeah, the shitty one. <laughs> You do 10 runs Dude. for one giant Chris? How's that work? You sit in there for two months, and then the next week <laughs> she comes out, you're good to go. I know, I agree with you. I agree with you, though. I actually really like Squall. I think he's definitely worth enhancing. I'm definitely enhancing mine the first chance I get. I'm missing a couple Chris here yep. and there. I gotta wait till next month to finish him off. No, no, no I might actually just go to the shitty run. <laughs> no, it's too much to far. Are you kidding finally, me? I have a great Final Fantasy VIII unit that I actually I can't know. use. I know, but there's like seven things to farm this week. I barely have time to play. <laughs> I know, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, I'm not being efficient. I think my uh, my raid is full. My raid yeah, yeah, That yeah. dragon is just... <laughs> I can hear it. It's not going to kill itself, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's yeah. I opened it today at work. I was like, fuck this raid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, perfect timing. To Let's go talk on. about the raid. We got a raid, and it's not just any raid. Six. It is a secret... Raid. It's <laughs> the secret raid. <laughs> the secret yeah. of mana raid. Oh man, it's great. It's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. You're fighting a, a really weird dragon, the same one from la the last event. Yeah. I believe the last event was a King Mom, though. It, I think it was a King Mom. Or a wave battle. I can't remember exactly. One of those two. Yeah, yeah, something like it that. It wasn't a raid, though. But I don't the, think. The dra no, I don't, th I don't think you're going to raid. Either way, it's the same, you're fighting the same unit. Raid's running around that thing. Let's be honest. Yeah. Trouble. Probably. We're literally just saying the most random stuff and hoping we're right. And then I'm just hoping putting I'm in, right. Putting, I'm putting in probably to, to, yeah. to some of the viewers can't be like, well, you said it. Well, I said probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I said them mostly. It's <laughs> <laughs> the right. so secret of Mana Ray. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're fighting this dragon. You got to kill him. You got to do tons of damage. Why should you do tons of damage? So... With this new raid, I think it, this mechanic happened a little bit towards the end of the last raid we yeah. had. But essentially, if you can cap the damage, you're going to get 420 extra currency for mm -hmm. that raid yeah. per battle. Yeah. So it would add up, right? Over the course of Over 10 course. battles, that's an extra 4,000. It's an extra 40 summons. If that's important to you, do it. Uh, I still think it's worth it, even if you can't cap out the damage. Do, the, do, do as, as much, much as you can. can. Yeah. Because the Realistic. more you do, the more bonus you get. Yeah. 
It's nice that it's not an insane amount more, so, but it helps. Before, what I used to do in these raids is oh, take a unit before. and give them as much yeah. EXP by putting in one unit to kill it, and that unit with as much EXP buff as before, yeah. right? Now, rather than doing that, I'm going to build a team to do crazy damage, because if I get one, literally just one King Metal Minotaur, that's more than and one don't forget to game, put your right? in there. I always put my zone. Yeah, he's just he's a, gotta be every raid. I put zone. He's gotta be there for that guild. Yeah, you gotta use that. Yeah, you gotta get that cash money money. It's not max out my guild. Yeah, Squall needs like ten million. Squall said in the corner, like, "Give me the money." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this raid is coming in. Do as much damage as you can because that's a new, a relatively yeah. new. And so, mechanic. some ways people, uh, easy ways to do damage. Mm -hmm. um, Regina, the queen of turn one damage, can get yeah. easily. So the cap, I should say first, yeah. is one billion or yeah. nine hundred ninety-nine million. Nine hundred ninety-nine. Oh god, just it's one billion. Nine hundred ninety-nine. Okay. It's one billion minus one. It's nine nines. This is important. Okay. Um, so two units you can use: Squall or Regina. Yeah. Both can can hit the cap on turn one. Or if you have Sid. You can wait an extra turn. <laughs> or Sid, you can launch him into the air 15 turns. <laughs> yeah. You can make sure you get your S for mission done. I'm just your, kidding. Your limit burst mission done. Get all those missions done. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, <laughs> Regina or Squall with turn some one. chainers. Yeah. You're good to go. Your other options for turn one, people are using uh, limit burst finishers like Esther. Um, the new unit that we'll talk about later, Randy, they'll, yeah. they'll be able to do it. Uh, the key is you need a bit of setup for them. So you're going to need two people with a trust yeah. to fill their limit bursts, and you're going to need some people that give, uh, what's it called, to actually fill the limit burst itself. Yeah, like uh, that one guy from the Kingsblade or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, what's his name? Yes, yes. yeah, um, the guy. The, rinse and repeat guy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you have seven star nicks, yeah. he's great. Basically, if you have seven star nicks, he works great. There are yeah. some other units that work great for this. Yeah. These are the kind of the two main ways people have been using to turn one max damage. Yeah, 100%. So that being said, I think the raid, there are a few items you can craft in the yeah. raid. You can tell us a little bit about those. So basically all of these items are designed to get you extra resistances to elements. So we got a ring coming in with ice resist plus 20%. We got some light armor that's coming in with fire, water, wind, and earth resistance up by 10% each. We got some nice, uh, it looks kind of like a, a swimsuit. It's a flower suit, it's called. Uh, gives you not elemental resistances, gives you a bit of, uh, what are those things called? Status resistances. Is that the thing that gives you like plus 30%? This one's on. useless, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty useless. That's, that's a skip. But it's there. That's a skip. <laughs> that's a skip. Oh, sorry. Why, why 30%? Why 30? Why not 50? 50 yeah, At least at 50, you can match it with some people's passives to get 100. Stupid. With, with 30, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, it Wait. And finally, my favorite one, the best one, it's an accessory. It's a fairy cloak. 20% fire, water, wind, and earth resistance is fantastic. I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's good. But you can only get one of them, unfortunately. That's okay. But definitely get it. It's a really strong accessory. Yeah. So those are the items from the raid. Now, beyond that... You, you forgot gonna... one item. Oh, yeah. Rat bite. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. In the raid, in yeah. the raid summon specifically, you can get the three-star unit. It's a rat bite. Its TMR gives you 15% light resistance. Uh, it's a material. And 10% HP. And 10% HP. Not horrible. If you no. still have to do Alexander, the, the expert, three-star three -star yeah. expert, 
this can be handy for you. Getting light resistance up on and that yeah. on that battle, sorry, is really, really important. While also making your team a little bit tankier. I think that's the yeah. key here, right? The extra 10% HP is Seriously. a lot nicer than you think. Will you pair it with the 15% light resistance? Well, you can get 15% light resistance or 15% light resistance plus 10% HP. Exactly. Right? So it, it's, a, it's an upgrade from yeah. something that already exists, which is good. Yeah. It's something redeeming about an otherwise useless unit that you're just going to sell, right? Pretty much. With that, that's the end of the official item, yeah. <laughs> right? Let's talk about the two seven stars that are coming. So Let's we're getting it. a new one, yeah. Flammy or Flamey. I prefer, I prefer rainbow but, uh, dragon thing. Yeah, it's, it's confused. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It's like, do I want to be a unicorn? Do I want to be a dragon? Do I want to be a fairy? You could be whatever you want, buddy. You can be a you can be all three, which is probably what he is or she. Unidrag fairy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Just be everything. Flammy has some great TMRs and his TMR Flammy drum, fifty attack, which is great on an accessory itself. Twenty percent HP and MP. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, as a TMR, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great TMR for your attackers. It makes them a bit tankier as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, 100%. Now, we also got the Soaring Legendary Dragon. That's the STMR. 60% attack, just in innately for anybody. And then 75% killer to fairies. I forget what it is. Beasts, fairies, and undead, which is a pretty strong killer passive. Yeah. So that's Flammy's TMR and STMR. I think they're both really good. Yeah, I STMR mean, 60% STMR level attack really with 75% bonus on the killer is huge. Very nice. Now, there, Flammy has a lot of abilities. What I really want to cover are the ones that you're primarily going to be using. Yeah, definitely. So he does have two cooldown abilities, which buff your attack defense. Sorry, the one buffs attack and defense. The other one buffs mag and spirit for three turns by 150%. Really, really strong. Plus it increases your wind and earth resistance by 100%. Sorry, wind resistance by 100%, earth resistance by 50%. I screwed that up a little bit. And it adds wind element to flaming. Really dense kind of abilities, but they're ones you're gonna be using a lot. So for me, flaming because of these two abilities, is primarily a support unit. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think Flammy has some decent attack abilities, but the modifiers are too low to realistically make them a good attacking unit, right? Yeah. So I think primarily this is a support that can help build some chains and that can do some decent damage. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, it's primarily a support. It's a support. Yeah. In those off turns, you might be able to do a little damage. Um, there's not too much there. The main other thing you can do with Flammy is uh, build Esper Gauge using its ability. So there's a few in there to build Esper Gauge. It can kind of help you for those Esper filling missions. You don't necessarily need to take a, a Summoner now. You can take Flammy as your support, build some Esper Gauge in some of those trials where it's like you need to summon Esper. Can help a little bit. Now, the final thing the Flammy has is his or her gender is listed as other. Other. The, the final thing Flammy has is others Linifers. Yes. It's called Elemental <laughs> Calling. <laughs> insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Mitigates damage 54% at max level for one turn. Yes, it's one turn, but that's all you really need for those big threshold uh, moments. 
Increases fire, water, wind, earth, light, and dark. Uh, elemental resistance is by 70% for three turns. And then increases your attack, defense, magnet, spirit by 150%, which is huge. It's same yeah. as those cooldown abilities that Flamey has, but this is an easy way to recast it. Yeah, and the mitigation is nothing to be laughed at uh, with, with it being a, it's I think over half. 50%, right? It's 54%. Yeah, it's which, insane. Which matches Wilhelm's ultimate, yeah. or ultimate limit burst. Limit burst, yeah. But Wilhelm's limit burst only gives you that. This gives so you this is Wilhelm's limit burst. burst. Plus extra. This is Wilhelm's Limit Burst on steroids. And it's actually pretty cheap. Only 28 Burst Stones to cast. Yep. Which is why I think there is an argument you could make to have a primarily Limit Burst fill rate flanny build. Yeah. Where you just make sure this Limit Burst is ready to go every three turns or just always ready to go so you're always ready for that threshold and exactly. you can mitigate by 54%. Now... What I would argue is that you don't really need a full limit burst fill and build for Flammy because it's so low. You can have even just one yeah. fill rate that's a hundred percent, and that's gonna cut it in half essentially. You're, it's only gonna be what fourteen stones. That's so easy to build in three turns. You have three yeah. turns because you have your cooldowns. You have three full turns to build this, and then after that, you literally have uh, like six turns after that because you can use your cooldowns now like you have tons of time to build this yeah and it's not expensive like it's super it just, easy yeah exactly it just depends on uh how much damage you're taking and if you need the mitigation more or less often true and if you need it less often you can always uh take off some limit burst fill switch it with something give else give them a bit more damage if you want potential it's viable uh you were mentioning the healing skill you could also build them for, for some spirit, spirit. I, I yeah. honestly would build my Flammy to be a bit tankier to survive with a bit of HP, MP to cast its abilities, um, and then Spirit, just because I prefer that support role. I don't think the damage Flammy is building, like giving you, even if you do give it a ton of attack or whatever it needs, yeah. it's not that high. The modifiers, I don't think yeah, the modifiers are just very, very low. But you were yeah. saying that you would prefer, you would prefer, right, like, have that core of having support or whatever. Yeah, I would it first, and then the rest fill it with attack. Yeah, I, I was saying that uh, I just like the limit first build a lot, and then just slap on as much attack as possible to help her. Uh, wait, Oreo rate. Yeah, chains. It's a very low modifier though, so I mean, it would literally yeah. just be there to build the chain. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't hang my hat on it, but. You know, there. yeah, either way. I would just throw it to the wayside, use it as a builder, and just yeah. leave it at that. Like, it's not yeah. going to be doing, you're not going to do that much damage yeah. either way. You guys can decide for yourselves what you need, um, but I definitely think Limit Burst is there. Spirit, it can help as well, make your support tankier, more survivable. Mm -hmm. So overall, I what do you think of this unit well, in general? Really right? good unit. Yeah. If you get it, I think it's a great support. 150% buff to all stats is yeah. really strong. The mitigation is disgusting uh, because it comes with like the support, the elemental. Like, the, it's a great unit for trials. The only thing I want to say is if Sylvie never came out, I would have been Flammy would have been disgusting. Excited like crazy about yeah. this unit. I'd probably pull for it if Sylvie. Never but came yeah, out. exactly. If you have Sylvie, Flammy doesn't do anything that Sylvie can't already do. Flammy's mitigation on her limit burst or his or others' limit burst is a little bit 
better, yeah. but it's only one turn, whereas Sylvie's mitigation lasts for a few turns. Yeah. Right? I, I so overall I prefer I Sylvie as a support. I think this is definitely very, very good. Mm-hmm. But not as excited as I would have been if it you know if our OP Easter units didn't exist. That's what happens sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you get hit with the sometimes with the eggs. Yeah. You get hit by an egg and then you're never the same again. Pretty much. <laughs> now our final unit is Randy, and he's coming in with yeah. some really high damage. He's basically doing what he did before, way better. So he's getting, I think, a dual 7-star Awakening with Ability Enhancement. Yeah. All at one go, so he's getting a nice power spike. Let's talk about his STMR just briefly. Sure. Called Secret of Mana, HP MP by 15%, Attack by 60%, just flat. Increase S for bonus stats by 30%, so any S for you have equipped, get a little yeah. extra out of that. And then an extra 20% attack if you're using a sword. So basically, Flanny's STMR, I think is more, more built for damage, especially if you're fighting beasts, fairies, or dragons. Yeah. Uh, why can't I think of it? Randy. Randy's mm-hmm. STMR is more built just for general damage. So you're, you're not getting those killer passes, mm-hmm. but instead that's why you get a bit more tankiness, a bit more general attack power. Now obviously it works very nice for him, because he, he primarily wants to use swords. Yeah. Uh, one thing about his TMR, when he first came out, his TMR was a 108 attack sword that gave you something stupid like 8 defense spirit, right? Yes, useless. At the time, 100 attack was pretty good for a sword. Yeah. Um, it's 140. Since this last patch, they buffed him or yeah. buffed his TMR yeah, up to, to be decent. 140 attack. Yep. So now you don't actually need his STMR to trigger his passive. His TMR will work just fine. It is a very respectable weapon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the abilities. He finally has abilities. I should mention that. <laughs> Before he had three. Now he actually has abilities you, do you can remember, sh- choose from. Do you remember Lunit when he first came out? He had, oh my god. Yeah, advance, hit all, and uh, cut through. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Very <laughs> simple unit. That was Randy. Now Randy's this, a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, the state of the game two years ago compared to now. So Randy now has some cooldown abilities which are pretty decent. Uh, the only one I think you might use is Drilling Slash. It's an absolute mirror of equity one that breaks and has yes. some modifiers. Um, but now he's getting a bunch of elemental uh, abilities. Yep. He's getting earth, water, thunder, fire, dark, and light. That's a lot of different elements to cover all in one unit. He's very, very good for that. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of versatility. And I think each of those attacks imbues him, right? It imbues him, yep. And it increases your allies with that uh, elemental resistance so by fifty percent. Yeah, so it gives you that sort of onion knight style, right? Yes. If you remember original onion knight. Yep, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Kind of cool, right? It's really cool. Yeah. Plus it chains. Each ability will either chain with bolt and strike, which is Esther's primary one, or absolute mirror of equity, which you get on a lot of units. Yeah, and he's got a lot of other chaining families 100%. as well. In a triple cast makes him okay as a chainer, definitely yeah. way better than Squall. Yeah. I think each of those abilities has an eight times multiplier. Yeah, it's, they're so They're abilities. respectable, yeah. right? You can definitely use him as a chainer, um, especially if you, on a, on your off turns, you use that Drilling Slash, I mm-hmm. think it's called. Yeah. Definitely every every other every turn, other turn you that. can use that. So that's kind of his play style if you're using him as a chainer. He also, I, 
there's also that limit burst centric playstyle you could use, which I think is probably the stronger. Especially, I want to say, I, I feel like him and Esther were made for each other. Yeah. Because Esther's limit burst is Oriole Ray, mm -hmm. and so is Randy's. And they're both And they both really want strong. to use their limit burst. They want to like alternate limit burst turns with uh, Ability an off turn. Yeah. And they can chain with each other. They both have uh, Absolute Mirror of Equity and, and Golden Strike. Yeah. So They're kind of a match made in hand, yeah. to be honest with you. But I mean, even in Randy's passives, he passively gets seven burst stones per turn. Yeah, if you awaken him. If you awaken him, of course, yeah. it enhances abilities. Yeah. Um, and his limit burst only costs 18 burst stones. So fill. literally yeah. every... Uh, if you're attacking with him on those off turns and generating burst stones, even with no extra yeah. passives, he's going to have that in two turns. Yeah. Easy. Like, two turns gives you 14 passively. You're going to get four. What are the odds? Like, minimal. Like, zero, almost zero chance of you not getting four burst stones. Now, the downside of using the, the limit burst playstyle, for lack of a better word... Is it really does he does have access to a lot of chaining families, mm -hmm. but because his limit burst is Oriole Ray, and there's really only two decent Oriole Ray users right now, and that's Esther and yeah. Randy. So those would be your ideal chaining partners for that. So it just depends on how you want to play him. He's he's a very strong unit and he gives you options. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Those are the two main ones, and it gives you a lot of versatility, a lot of different ways to play the unit, tons of elemental coverage. He's just a great DPS overall and complements the current ones very, very well. What I want to say too is I love that. So recently we've had DPS units that do nothing but DPS, right? Mm -hmm. I love that he's coming in as a DPS with a bit of utility. Yeah, I agree. So if you need a little bit of elemental resistance for your trial or whatever you're going into, mm -hmm. and you don't want to dedicate a slot to a green mage or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. you can just bring Randy. Yeah. And he will... and give you resistances to six, six different elements potentially which is great yeah it's huge it's, it's such a significant yeah. like half the damage on those elements even though attacks. flammy is awesome and their limit burst gives you 70 percent to a range of elements if you know the element you're up against you can potentially or even if you need randy. three different elements yeah randy because he because of his <laughs> you can do that yeah. you can do that yeah, yeah. so Overall, I think he's very strong. I think he's definitely worth pulling for. The only caution that I would give people is he is limited. So when the banner is gone, it's gone. And if you don't get a duplicate at least, his six-star form is straight garbage. Yeah. Just straight garbage. So, so it's going to be a risk. Be careful. Yeah. If you're worried, you're not going to get two Randys. Or if you don't have the resources to kind of like say, like, I'm, I can pull until I get two. Yeah. I would definitely consider, is it worth the risk? Because he's like you said, it's limited. You might not get it. If you don't get it, you're kind of screwed. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it for this kind of set of units. Um, do you have anything more to add about the three different units? Sorry, the two main units that we talked no, about. No, I think we pretty much covered them all. I agree. Uh, you guys listening or watching, if you'd like us to cover different aspects, let us know. Let us know. You want more detail, less detail. We're trying to find a balance here so it doesn't take too long, but also gives enough information that people, if they want to use the units, they have yeah. kind of an idea of how to. Um, but yeah, let us know. We're, we're, always, we're always happy to hear from you guys. and We want your yeah. feedback. We want to know what parts of this show are the most valuable to you. And if there's something we're not doing, we want to do that. We want to yeah. give you guys something that's going to help you as much as possible. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. I don't yeah. know if there's anything more you wanted to talk about today. No, maybe. that's... I think we, we covered a wide range of topics. Yeah, I mean, we went over today. the new name for our show. Which, what was it again? FFB Talk Show. The FFBE Talk Show. The FFBE Talk Show. Yeah. So we yeah. went over the delayed item world. We went over Final Fantasy VII and that kind of yeah. exploration event. We went through the Awakenings of Squall, Renoa, Mediana. Yeah. There's a few others in there. You can go through them if you're interested. It's not really too much to be excited for. There was a, there's a raid going on as well with tons of great equipment to craft in there. So highly recommend going through and taking advantage of that. And then we've got some two two amazing units in Flamey and Yeah, and, uh, we got a nice raid. Make sure to max out that damage. Yeah. And uh, report back in a couple of weeks. Let's all see how stiff our fingers get from mashing that summon button. Yeah. What are you going to give us just like just a, a summon instant all? Summon like, all. Please, they for the love that. of God, please. please. Umi, if you're yeah. listening... Please give us a summon yeah. all button on the raids. Ten thousand is not enough. It's no. not. Give us a even yeah. even if you up it to a hundred thousand, I have to click like five times. I'm okay with that. Let me tell you, there's, nothing, there's nothing worse than you're sitting there and you've like an hour. You've got over five hundred thousand, and you're just like, I don't want to do it, but you have to. You have to because you don't waste eventually. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the way it is. So that's oh, it, guys. That's, that's it. The show. That's the show. Episode one of. The FFB Talk Show. The FFB Talk Show. You know, I guess it depends where you want to put the emphasis. I like to say the FFB Talk Show. <laughs> you like to just slide the show in. <laughs> just slip it in. If you Actually, want. the name could be FFB Talk. That's great. I like there it. There it is. That's perfect. We this found our name. The name of the show, FFB Talk. <laughs> Episode one is literally just us naming our <laughs> yeah. show for an hour. Like, Let's cut this. Let's, it's been too long. Let's cut yeah. this. Thanks for listening out there. If you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate you. You're still going to be getting your podcast if you're watching. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. See you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>